Hi there, and welcome to the Curious Collective podcast, conversations designed for the conscious community to create awareness around those holistic approaches to help you live your best life. So tap into the wisdom and knowledge of our guests to extract what you need to heal, transform and live as your true soulful self. I am absolutely honoured to have with us today the beautiful Natasha Dobney. Uh, This is like a goddess that I have been working with in a container for three plus months now and I'm always in awe of all the things that she does. So I will introduce you and Natasha, you can tell us all about what it is that you do. Ah, thank you, Katie, for inviting <laughs> me. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, thank you so much for having me here. I am a woman who is here to really sort of stamp a mark on women stepping into their magic to call women to really emerge into their power and claim their their right to be seen and heard in the world Mm. and I love that this this kind of flows to like all women because that when I started with my work it was focused on just women in general but also to the women that I work with now who are creating their businesses and wanting to step out into the world with their spiritual gifts and um, their you know their medicine and their wisdom that they have discovered within themselves Um, so I love to bring in lots of witchiness I love to bring in like I've got this little list of keywords here in front of me it's like liberation and your power and healing the witch wound so that you can step forth into the world owning your magic standing as a powerful sovereign woman mm-hmm. who is unapologetically herself who has so like connected so deeply to a desire of how she wants to be here in the world that it doesn't matter if this fear of what other people are going to think she's going to step out and do what she wants to do anyway oh yeah she is and you know from the moment I met you online I'm like I didn't even know who you are what you did I'm like who is this woman like you've embodied your work so much and everything you've just said is it shines out of you every time I see you is um I, I was intrigued I'm like oh, what does she do so I was like on Facebook stalking you while you were talking like finding out <laughs> And everything that I saw was just your essence. So it's so wonderful to have you here. And I do know that you have a group called the Temple of the Wild. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So one of my things that I really love to do is serve. It is, um, I, I was, I'm born to be a teacher and I'm born to be here of service and The Temple of the Wild is a community that I created that women can come in and they can drink up my medicine and my wisdom and what I have to offer and get a taste for what it is I do. Um, One of my, one of my, um, what do I want to call it? I guess my laws that I live by is that everything I offer, I want to be of value for you. So even when I am offering this free space that women can come into and there's no payments required for it, I want you to be able to take something away and receive transformation from it. So that's the temple of the wild. It's like this, it's um, this little tasting plate of what I do. And then there's an opportunity to 
decide if you love what it is I do and if you feel something shifting in you that ability to say yeah I want to go deeper and then underneath the temple of the wild um, we then can step into the school and all the different courses that are available how exciting with the people that you're working with now and the work you're doing now what do you find sort of is the big igniter like what is it that sort of helps women or even what helped you to fully step into this presence and this sovereignty that you've got now they really want to be able to stand up in the world and do what they love and the things you know because we're in the spiritual realm and we're in this and the healing realm um we're off we're talking a lot about women's power and women's wisdom and connecting through our bodies and really stepping out of this old society paradigm of living in the head and um being acceptable and staying in your lane and all those sorts of things and i think the thing that really gets them is I want to be able to stand up and speak my truth and not have to keep dimming my light. I'm tired of dimming my light. I'm tired of living by someone else's expectations. I want to live by my own desires. And, you know, one of the things that I do is we don't just focus on the light. We focus on the shadow as well. And, recognizing that our greatest treasures are unearthed from the shadow Mm. so I really make sure I bring that into the space and I think it brings in for women this feeling of depth Mm. and that I'm not just here to feel good I'm here to discover myself and that might not feel good but they can feel the raw power of doing that and that intrigues them and it draws them in and that's what it, they feel in their bodies. Yeah, the intrigue's like the fuel, isn't it? There's a lot of fear at the start because, you know, I've always been told, you know, love, light, rainbows, unicorns, la, la, la. It's like, <laughs> but I know now that, yeah, that's great, but you're never going to get any further or any deeper, any more expansive because you're not looking at that sort of stuff. So, you know, for those that are looking to go more into that um shadow work what are the first sort of steps how do they get that ignition ignition of fuel to go down that road yeah I think the first part is it's really learning that as a woman you're here to do so much more than you told you were you're not just here to play a role as a wife or a mother or a friend or a sister or a daughter you are here to deliver your wisdom to the world. You are here to be a sacred keeper of the feminine journey. And we've had, the feminine has been so suppressed, you know, her juiciness, her magic has been so suppressed. And women are wanting to connect back to that. But the feminine, she's full of mystery. (laughs) She's unknown and that the unknown is intriguing. Like this word mystery is really intriguing, but at the same time, because it's so different to what you're used to, there's this trepidation that kind of comes up in you. But I think, you know, one of the things that I um, call myself as a wild feminine alchemist, wild because we're stepping into the untamed places we're stepping into the parts of you that aren't supposed to be in a box that aren't supposed to be bridled 
feminine because we're working with that essence that's born within you as a woman. And everyone's got the feminine. Men have the feminine too. But we're really connecting with the fact that this is here within you as an innate part of you as a woman. And then the alchemy is understanding that if I want to step into my power, I have to move through the alchemical process. I have to say yes to the shadow because I require lead to make gold. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I haven't heard that before. Like, yeah. And, you know, an alchemy is the it's this process of taking something that's fixed and we're looking at things like our egoic identities, who we think we are, we're looking at the patterns and the conditioning that we are living by right now, the um, expectations we have on ourselves, who we're presenting and expressing ourselves in the world. And we're taking those fixed pieces that we don't necessarily love. And we're saying, all right, what is in here for me to learn? What is my medicine? And we take that to the light. We take that to our wholeness and we say, well, this is what I desire. This is who I want to step into. Mm -hmm. You get to choose who you want to be on any given day. And then we practice it so that we can fix it again in a new way. Oh, I love that. What a beautiful way to describe it. It's like the unpacking to find the wisdom inside, to find all the, the remembering really, isn't it? Because it's already within us. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, it it is that remembering of who you came here to be Mm. at a soul level, the remembering of the ancient wisdom that flows through you in your physical lineage, that remembering of where your soul has been before and really connecting to all those parts of you, all those experiences you've had Mm. and how they land here for you as a woman now. Yeah, so good. So juicy. I love it. (laughs) So what got you to the point of doing this amazing work now? Like where did you start? What was your journey? My journey is, I say my journey is a long one because I feel like everything I've stepped into career-wise over my life has been an important piece of what I now know and the wisdom I've got within me. Um, You know, I started in early childhood education and quickly discovered that that's not the age range I want to work with. (laughs) Um, I wanted to then be working. I wanted to work with adults and I love teaching. I've always wanted to be a teacher my entire life. Um, So that comes through really strongly as well. But I moved from early childhood education after that first, okay, this is not actually what the teaching part means. (laughs) We started somewhere. We we just, you know, we we crossed something off the list. And I moved into natural therapies and that took me into the body that took me into natural healing that took me to going deeper with my connection to the earth um, through herbal medicine and nutrition. And that led me to personal training because I was like, and sports massage because I was like, okay, now the physical aspect, we've really got to nail this. And so that's holistic approach. (laughs) Yeah. And so while that then sort of took me a little bit away from the natural side, because it brought in this whole paradigm of like the fitness industry and um, that surface level kind of stuff as well. But it really taught me about connecting with the body because I had that tied with the sports massage. So it's laid down this sort of scientific foundation that my Scorpio in me really loves, the scientist, scientist part of me really loves. And then because I had a mother who you know, was learning to read tarot when I was sort of 10, 11 years old, and I have on my mum's side 
we would at the school holidays, you know, two to three of her brothers and sisters, we'd all come and stay at Nana's house at the same time. And the women would be around the table um, or in the kitchen and we'd be talking about pendulums and um, seeing clairvoyance. And so I had that beautiful spiritual side woven through in my life. And I claimed being a witch when I was about 14 years old, I did a self-initiation. And um, so that kind of was flowing through. When I stepped through into the personal training, though, I met my then partner and kind of left the witch stuff at home with mum mm-hmm. as I moved out of home. And so I kind of lost it a little bit. But when I moved to Australia, um, huge initiation after having my first daughter and kind of calling little bits of me back again, um, moving to Australia kind of opened up all these other doors to connecting with doTERRA and um, really looking at plant medicine even more and the way the emotions and the mental body are also impacting the physical and Mm. so like this holistic um you know I then felt I went from just the physical body into the physical the mental emotional Mm. and then it was in 2018 ish that I was like I really have to bring my spiritual into my work and that was where I went deeper um into women's circle and women's wisdom and I started my training with sistership circle And I spent 18 months training with them to become a master circle facilitator and then was also invited into leadership with them as well, which called me into this place of, ah, I'm not just here to like work one-on-one with people. I'm actually here to be in a leadership role and influencing those who want to step into leadership too. So that's what now brings me full circle to I'm here to work with women that want to step into their power, their voice, their Mm. wisdom, their medicine, and deliver that to the world. Mm. From that, from that place where they've fully accepted and taken on that, that this is what I really want. This is what brings me joy to every cell in my body. And I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Guide me into my conviction, Mm. guide me into my authority and yeah. So, and so that's what I do. I guide them into truly owning that. Because it's one thing to recognize that we love it and practice it at home and maybe share it with people we're close with um, or for some people share it with strangers because it's uncomfortable to share with people we're close with. Um, But it's it takes us to the next level when we say, you know what, I'm owning this. Yeah, because this is not just something I'm interested in. This is something I am. Yeah. And that develops their conviction. And that's what takes them out into the world being and gets them seen and heard how exciting I feel like the word surrender is coming to me is this something that the you know women that work with you will get to this point where they just got to like okay oh yeah because the old paradigm is the mental body it's figuring things out from the head and when they first come in, there's a lot of them are still trying to figure things out from their head. They're trying to figure their fear out from their head. And that's why I do um, probably at like 70% of my work is embodiment. Mm. 90% of it is listening to the wisdom of your body. And once I get them recognizing that I have to actually just stop letting the mental body rule me mm. and do it anyway yeah that's where they break through yeah. 
Mm. And, you know, I get these, like I just had a comment the other day from one of the women um, who I work with. And she said, you know, I'm really recognizing or really practicing right now, holding myself in the stretch so that I can feel the next steps come to me mm. rather than getting scared of the stretch and leaning out and then trying to go, what are the next steps? Yeah. So they're learning to say yes to being in the stretch, surrendering to like, okay, it's all right to be uncomfortable. Mm. And I surrender to this discomfort, which releases the intensity. And then the messages, the guidance, the downloads, they come. Yeah. And what I've shared with them, they can actually then fully receive and start implementing. The tools and tricks. And I feel like, um, you know, asking the questions of themselves and not needing to know the answer externally but to just go does this feel good or you know knowing what to ask yourself and knowing that you can ask yourself and your body for the wisdom yeah yeah and trusting that it's there trusting mm. it's within them one of you know I don't want to be someone that you have to be tied to for the rest of your life to be able to feel whole to be able to feel like you can move through your shit um, I want you to know how to do that for yourself because that's what allows me to move forward, to, to keep continuing into my own greatness, into my own genius, is that I've developed that ability to self-reflect, to, to look within and to be in the muck of it, to be in the mess, to be in the shitty parts and say yes to them yeah. and love doing that. Mm. Because loving that process diminishes the intensity of it, mm. but it doesn't hurt so much. And you know you'll move out the other side yeah. as a as a di so a different form of yourself. Yeah, really, each time. Yeah, mm, yeah. You you'll take that. that that spiral dance of like I'm stepping into the spiral so that I can come out the other side different, and I surrender to not knowing what that looks like. Oh, you have actually helped me with something right there. I've just had this like, because I've been really obsessed with spirals lately. And that analogy just clicks something for me. Definitely. So thank you. You're welcome. Mid, mid podcast. I've had this epiphany. <laughs> See, so people that are looking to sort of explore this work that you do more and, you know, step into their, um, you know, sovereignty and, and, and explore all these tools that you get, what, advice do you have them where should they look what, what could they do I think the first step is to really pause take a sacred pause and sit with where am I desiring to go mm. what do I truly want and then listen for the answer and then go well what's underneath that Ooh, what am I what am I, what am I afraid to say I want mm. You know, I know a big thing for a lot of women in leadership is because we've got this whole, you're spiritual and you're, you have to be of service. And there's the whole money side that gets tangled up with this and, and not claiming your worth and charging for it. And this other piece is the popularity, the influencer, being famous, being well-known. You know, you are allowed to want to be known for your work. And a lot of women actually want that. Mm. and don't claim that as a part of that desire of where do I want to go because claiming that you want to be known for your work is saying yes to being seen mm. 
And it opens the door to that conviction that we need for, yeah, I'm here to do this. I just like how you've really said there, you know, ask for what it is that you want and then pause again and then go deeper again and look for that fear because I've actually never heard that before. So that for me is also like, yes, like I need to just ask that question. Like, yeah, I want this, this, and this, and I feel good about it. But then go deeper again. It's like, oh, there's yeah. more there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we're also looking at in these, this question we're asking yourself, like we first get like the light response. Mm the response that matches where we're at already, the one that feels comfortable, right? And it might have a little bit of dreaming and, you know, it's going to have a little bit of dreaming in there with it. It's got that bigger vision in with it, but it's also got a lot of ego there kind of mental with it because you you already know it. It's con- You're conscious of that. So we want to get into what's underneath that, what's in the subconscious or the unconscious mind. What is beneath the ego who's telling you you can do that Like, what is the part your ego is telling you can't? Super fascinating. (laughs) Oh, it's, that's what keeps me going. It's like, it just fascinates me. It's like total, yeah, like the scientist part of me, like the the weaver just gets to like. The weaver, I love that. (laughs) So I know I would love for you to share with the listeners some of the names of your programs and things that you do because they just have the best names like when I look at them I'm like I just want to say yes because I love the name (laughs) well we start in the temple of the wild so that's the free community but it's also the umbrella name for um, the school that I'm creating because I have this big vision of bringing in women to actually work alongside me so that we can get bigger and grow more and a lot of the women coming through my programs I want to see them being able to offer their programs through my school as well um but the I have a nine-month program which is called Wild Feminine Alchemy which is a training and certification program that supports women to learn the art of wild feminine alchemy and the spiral dance and how to gather these skills up and these tools up and marry them with their own wisdom and their own medicine so that they're creating their unique brand of um, coaching or healing that they can then do with their clients then we have womb witch that's my favorite (laughs) womb witch is an eight-week program that is based on liberating your power as a woman Mm. we use a lot of um that one really takes us into um, the shadow in terms of taking a descent um so that program moves us a little bit it's like the heroine's journey actually all of my programs have the heroine's journey woven through them but this one in particular takes us on a specific descent in order to unearth what we're afraid to unearth as women Mm -hmm. and bring that to the light um that one's very juicy it's circle based so it's also Mm -hmm. about getting comfortable with sharing your voice with the women who are there in the program as well that's a Mm -hmm. big part of the liberation is being able to be seen and heard and sharing your vulnerable self Mm -hmm. and then we've got sacred sorceress and sacred sorceress is my monthly mentorship program for women in business it's for the woman who really wants to own her magical af self and bring that into the world and start to learn how to create a thriving and sustainable feminine-led business that honors her energy Mm -hmm. honors her beliefs and her values and marries in the masculine so she's able to 
maintain it and not get caught because sometimes we get a bit caught in the feminine and that feel goods and the flow and the juiciness and that can derail us from what we're really wanting to move towards too so we're also bringing in intuitive business strategy and supporting the women to understand how to create the structure Mm. and the foundations of their business so that they can rise up into it and expand it and yeah. yeah have it be able to last to be sustainable and not burn themselves out not feel like they go around in circles and but actually step into that spiral yeah that's beautiful I feel like I'm the other way so I get too much in the masculine and the doing and the you know that part and then I, I want to do the juicy gorgeous flowy stuff and be super creative but I'm too much in my masculine So would your program support people like me as well? Yeah. So one of the pieces with Sacred Sorceress is that it is showing you or giving you an opportunity to trust that the feminine, when she's working in the spiritual and inner realms of herself, that is making shifts in the spiritual realms of your business and the energetics of your business. So one of the things we do in sacred sorceress is we bring in ritual and we bring in um, inner work through archetypes and we have spell work there. And it's really learning to trust that the energetic maintenance that you do on yourself and the energetic practices you have as a woman in creating her business Mm -hmm have an influence on the calling in the people you want to work with and the money that you want to earn as well so that you can work more effectively and in doing so have so much more come about as a result of it with all the amazing people that you love like I know recently since sort of stepping into my feminine self um, you know embracing that part of myself the most amazing humans have come into my life you're one of them Um, you know and and you just connect with them and to have those people as clients is just like a dream like to work with people you actually want to work with yeah oh my god (laughs) yeah and it's huge I mean it's it's the inner work of stepping out of you know a lot of the time we call people towards us because we're in you know maybe in some scarcity energy or we're in this expectation energy that we're putting on ourselves and putting on people in our field our energetic field to come and work with us And it actually just calls in anyone. And so using magic and ritual and spell work really allows us to focus our intention and focalize our energy so that it creates this transmission that is destined for the women we actually, or the men, whoever you work with, really, Mm -hmm. um, that we are meant to work with, the ones that have a resonance with our medicine and with um, our wisdom, with our soulful self. (laughs) yeah you know like they come in and they just want to drink you up yeah because you're an energetic match Mm. and those are the clients that buy in over and over again and they're the ones who are going to get the best results because they really aligned with what it is that's being delivered and they're able to to assimilate that and and bring it into their world yeah I love that (laughs) yeah it because it's a match it moves through them with more ease and they Mm. take it in like it becomes like a breath it's like the fresh air they're breathing in yeah. and the body, like then there's body, their system, it's able to do with it what it needs to do. Yeah. And then they go, right, well, what's the other piece to the puzzle? And they're the ones that are, they become your raving fans. They become um, 
your greatest clients because they say yes to all the pieces and they're looking out for what you offer all the time. And it's such a community too. Like I even know I'm in the, in the um, temple and, it, you know, it's celebrating each other's wins and successes and, and growth and, you know, every, even the tiniest things, you know, just like, oh, yes, like I'm actually so proud of you right now. It's this beautiful yeah. family. Mm. Yeah. And, and I think like, as you say that, like, I'm so proud of you right now. Like that is how I feel about these women. It's like, oh my God, it's, it's like raising daughters almost. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, except that they're not my daughters, but it's like that same kind of thing. Like you get when you watch your child learn to walk or learn to say a new word. And it's just, there's this great pride in seeing someone like really find parts of themselves or, or um, be able to do something that they may, that they might not have thought they could ever do. Completely step into their power. Yeah. You know, it's so exciting and it's not just because it's satisfying to me, but it's because it's like what like that can do for the world as well on a larger scale. Totally. Someone said to me, um, Oh, actually a couple of people have said it recently is like, if we all were to focus on the healing of ourselves and doing the things that we know will help move us into the better version of ourselves each time is like, imagine the world if everyone was just working on making themselves a better person, like, holy moly. Yeah. Instead of us trying to fix everyone else. Yeah. The ripple effect, like you become the stone, you're there to be the stone. And then everyone that um, you have contact with becomes a ripple. I love that. Oh, thank you so much for your time today. I would love for you to share with us, you know, a little bit more about Sacred Sorceress before you go soon, because um, I know that's your most like treasured um, offering at the moment. Yeah. So Sacred Sorceress is about to move through a little bit of a spiral herself um she's been she's she stepped in some little things are moved into the death phase some are coming into the and she's coming into her rebirth um with a new level of magic infused into her and so I actually have a launch coming up this weekend and it is called own your magic and we're spending three incredible delicious witchy hours together you have an opportunity to come into the temple and just receive the teachings through the Facebook lives, or you can register and you get VIP access and behind the scenes, behind the live teachings, we're going to be meeting in the VIP room and you can come in and receive soul tarot business readings. You can come in and receive mentoring on a aspect of your business. You can come in and you can join us for a claim your business spell as well so we're going to be casting some magic together in that and it's just a really great way to come in and have a taster of what sacred sorceress is about yeah beautiful i'm very excited about it actually i know um would love to tell the listeners that if you're wanting to find out more about this just to check out the uh, underneath any of the platforms that this is on there should be some links there for you to check out the gorgeous Natasha's work is there any final words you'd like to share with the listeners I think it's just the piece around taking a moment to remember who you were born to be Mm. who you're here to be and that everything that's within you is something that the world needs so don't be afraid to share it because it's not only your birthright to step out and be seen in it, but 
it's our responsibility to share our magic with the world. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much, Natasha, for your time. And thank you, listeners. Bye. Thank you.